welcome to the Cinemondo podcast with Kathy, Mark, and Mark talking about movies. I find <laughs> unusual, unique, unknown, <laughs> forgotten. Those suspenseful <laughs> pauses. <laughs> Always interesting. Always interesting. I get so uncomfortable. I have to fill in the blanks. <laughs> Just like an interrogation. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Maybe we'll talk about a hit. Should we talk about somebody Ooh. or nobody? I don't know. Is there anybody we can talk about? I don't know. Anybody? Anybody? Somebody? <laughs> think of anybody. There's nobody. There's nobody. There's nobody. Yeah. So we'll just talk about nobody. How many? How many nobody jokes can we milk? My <laughs> <laughs> God, way too many apparently. <laughs> well, this movie came out a few weeks ago, and it's it's a huge hit. Nobody. That's starring, good to hear. Yeah. I like hearing movie hits. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk, of course, from, you know, going back, a long com- com- comedy writer and, of course, Mr. Show, and yeah. then um, got his big break dramatically as Saul Goodman in Breaking Bad, and, of course, Better Call Saul, which is a great show, too. And now this action film that's very much in the John Wick vein, in fact, is written by the screenwriter who wrote the first, first three John Wick films. That's right. So it's very much like that. Yeah. And But it's got Bob Odenkirk as Hutch Manziel, the bad Hutch. guy. Hutch. The good guy. Yes. Love that. So yeah. let's take a look at the trailer. We did an actual trailer reaction that was really fun. And um, we'll just play before the trailer we, again. Before we'd little, seen the film, we did a reaction to the trailer. Yeah. Now we've all like seen it. A month ago or something. It was a while ago. Before we knew what it was, it was just crazy. (laughs) So I'm going to play it. Red So they took maybe 20 bucks and an old watch. Mr. Madsen, did you even take a swing? No. Could have taken her, Dad. Heard you had some excitement last night. I wish they'd have picked my place, you know? Why didn't you take him out? I was just trying to keep the damage to a minimum. Yeah, how's that working out for you? I love the slurping. You okay? Because you don't look okay. There's a long dormant piece of me that so very badly wants out. What are you still doing here, old man? I'm gonna fuck you up. It's been a hell of a day. You can see that. For 12 years, I worked for some very dangerous people. Everybody get to the basement. What is happening? Don't call 911. I used to be what they call an auditor. The last guy anyone wants to see at their door. Because it meant you didn't have long to live. But I left it behind to start a family. I might have, uh, Overcorrected. When you left, you've abandoned a certain debt that needs repayment. And your creditor is aware of your resurrection. They came after my family. 
they stole my kitty cat bracelet. And you don't fucking do that. Give me the goddamn kitty cat bracelet! He looks like shit, Dad. You should see the other guys. Who the fuck are you? Me? I'm nobody. Theaters only February 26th. Oh my gosh. Okay. So now we have so seen the movie. The trailer. I'm going to say <laughs> the entire movie was just in that trailer. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea until I saw the film that how much that film was in the trailer. You really, that's the, that's the, that's the movie. You know, yeah. Pretty you know, much. You've seen it now. So bye. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> You know, I love Odenkirk, and so he's he he's worth watching in this film. He's just really good at sort of playing this schlubby guy, and also a guy. He's also great at doing the action stuff. Yeah. So that's yeah. the reason to watch the movie. I personally think the rest of it is just sort of rote. You know, the the, the story is nothing too exciting. The villain is not exciting. There's no other interesting stuff that works for me. And I just I after a while all the gunfire and fight, I, I started to lose interest. And even if it's really well choreographed, which this one is, it's still, if that's all there is to the story, I sort of lose, lose my own pretty quick. And yeah. I do, I do that with the John wicks. I'm not a huge John wick fan either. So it's mm -hmm. not surprising. I felt the same way. I yeah. like this cause I, I like Odenkirk better than I like Keanu Reeves and John wick personally. So that's why I enjoyed it, but it's not my cup of tea. You know, so yeah. Mark started right off the bat with his review. We didn't even talk about what the movie was about, even though we kind of saw what it was about. Yeah. <laughs> so well, that's how Mark feels about it. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I got it off my chest. He was just couldn't wait to talk, talk about, about how much he did not like this movie. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Did you like it or not like it? Me? You like Odenkirk, but not the movie. Particularly. It's where I love I, I love Odenkirk. He's great in it. So okay. my I guess my sense is like, if there was more to it, I would have liked it more, but I, I, you know, I didn't hate it at all. I liked it, but it didn't, it's not my cup of, it's not my thing. It's like, right. Opera so basically not my thing, you know? it sets up as Odenkirk's character. Hutch is this family man, suburbanite, you know, just schlub. And they have this great, I thought it was great opening sequence of this quick cut of his day in and day out boring life. And I like how in the even in the trailer they show him slurping, and then as you the trailer goes on, you see him <laughs> slurping in the background. They mm -hmm. show him at the bus stop drinking his coffee. Then he's at work, and then he's washing his hands, and then he's like, so they do this over and over, and it's a really cool montage of like the repetitiveness of just sometimes life in general, and I think how people feel about like, oh, my life is so boring, and you're just doing the same thing every day. You wake up at the same time, you get the same thing for breakfast, you miss the trash can when you're trying to throw something away, you, you know, drink your coffee on the way to work. I mean, you know, to a warehouse that who, what the fuck did they do there? I don't even know, but um, I thought that was a great. That's right. It's <laughs> and uh, I love that opening sequence because I thought that alone was a cool little short film about you know life. And we can and all they, to that with, pan, you know, with what's you know, yes, pandemic. the and pandemic you know, really sends that home. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, and I like too that they make him seem like a really ineffectual kind of weakling who you know couldn't protect his family when he has a home invasion, and his family resents him for it. And just the 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 damn nerve of a cop to ask you, well, didn't you take a swing? It's like no cop wants you to do that. You never right. want to do that. It's like right. yes, you're protecting your home, like, but no, you just, start just don't. 
So, <laughs> so he had a he had an out, you know. I mean, the 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 person was threatening a family yeah. member of his yeah. in a way that you know, if I did take a swing, it, they might have yeah. pulled the trigger. And exactly. And as it was, um, we avoided any trigger pulling and and yeah, you know, no escalation, right? He could have said that, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, we, we're all alive, you know, and, mm -hmm. uh, but, but the thing is he want, I think the idea was that he wanted them to think yes. that he was this schlubby weakling. Yeah. Well, you start they getting little he hints. He didn't want them to suspect what he really was, which is, you know, like, like the trailer gives away the whole deal. Yeah. He's a, um, you know, he's a, he's a, you know, military trained tactical badass who's yeah, done or countless, you know, mm -hmm. assassinations and hits and, He's an auditor or whatever, you know, he works yeah. for the, the auditor. I love that. It's like, what are you? I'm an auditor. <laughs> the last person you want to see. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's always a cool fantasy thing, you know, because yeah. I think a lot of guys, especially, you know, maybe middle-aged kind of guys <laughs> like Bob Odenkirk kind of feel yeah. like, wow, you know, if that ever happened to me, would I be able to fight and stop yeah. it from happening and it's kind of a fantasy you know because you, you see things like that, that happen fantasy. and you always wonder what if that happened in my house what if it mm -hmm. happened in my family i think would i be sometimes. that badass would i be able to jump in and save my family and would i make those snap decisions and make the right decision or would i make things worse would i get myself in even a worse situation mm -hmm. you just don't know but it's a fantasy to imagine in your mind you know, well, I could just kick their asses, you know, and that's that was one of the things I liked about the beginning of the film was the idea of um, and I can't remember what film it was, but maybe a few years ago, there was a film where the premise was basically a husband who got, you know, he froze when his family or his wife or something was something was happening his, mm -hmm. his family was being attacked and he froze and his wife or his family were looking at him like. You know, why didn't you at least yeah. try to help me? Yeah. And and what that does to you as a person and what it does to your ego and all these things that you imagine that mm -hmm. you might be, but you find out when it comes down to it, you are not that person. <laughs> and that's what the beginning of this film was to me. I thought that was kind of cool. But then the fact that he turns out to actually be this badass. But that was, it, it's, well, the thing I liked about it is they sort of drop little tiny hints that something's not quite as it seems. We right. have that weird radio with his brother that you're not sure why is he right. hiding and what's up with that? Like that was kind of weird. And he has all those passports. Like you knew it uh, wasn't quite, he wasn't quite what he said, you know, there's something mm -hmm. up. And also yeah, we'd pretty, all seen the trailer. So we knew <laughs> it's pretty apparent fairly early yeah. in the film. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't waste. I mean, the movie feels very lean. They don't waste a ton of time. The only time I thought where it could use editing was the whole Russian mobsters introduction scene. This seemed way too long. Like I, I, it was one of those things like if Odenkirk's not on the screen, I just didn't care. I, yeah. He that's a, that's absolutely a was the heart. The well, only reason, really, I feel like to watch this film is Odenkirk is so spectacular and so perfectly cast. And he brings this cool aspect to the movie. I feel like if you put an action star in there, it wouldn't have it. Like right. he's, it's that comedian, that's that, that weird sort of acting style he has that he just brought something so unique to the whole character like his reactions how he how he carried himself you know he's um, like, like the old bruce willis you know when yeah. bruce willis was starting yeah, kind out, of comedic. he still had that kind of cynical comedy mm -hmm. from moonlighting kind of guy that you're the first die hard was like yeah very much like yeah that. 
Yeah. Know, yeah. That's why it's considered an action. You know, even classic. though even Bruce Willis seemed very capable and macho and you were right. never in doubt, whereas Owen Kirk does not have that. And so that's why he was so fun to watch. Yeah. Apparently he had to take, he took two years to train for this film. That's why he's wow. in such good shape. So, yeah. But um, the scene on the bus where everything takes its turn, where he's riding home on his usual bus ride. And then those, those Russian thugs come onto the bus and they're harassing that woman. And he's all like, okay, now I'm good. Cause he was feeling kind of ineffectual from the whole right. home invasion. Spectacular. Like when I'm watching that, I'm, I was, I was thinking, how do people, imagine this fight scene the choreograph of this fight scene and is this in Very the script worked out yeah. like yeah i love like who thinks of this like it was so beautifully done and just having him do that was such a surprise i never really get tired of watching odenkirk do this i think that's why i ultimately did like the film is that i just love seeing odenkirk doing this well he's um, we like we like bob odenkirk we like yeah, we he's like him he's star so, power he just has that whatever it is <laughs> I think but that was my that was one of my problems with it, though, is that you have him and you like him and you want to see him. But then in the later part of the film, they pull in a couple of other characters who mm -hmm. join him in this action thing. And to me, they weren't as cool. You don't know them. First of all, they were just like almost like strangers. You kind of knew who they were. Yeah. But I felt like, why did they come in? I I think to me, he it would have been rescuing. I, I, I would have liked it more if he all that by himself. Yeah. And yeah, and, I agree. And he survived it alone and he comes yeah. out of it and nobody knows what he went through. You yeah. know what I mean? He didn't, he didn't share it with these two other, mm -hmm. you know, the idea that he, that he just did this thing and he walks away from it and he goes back to his family and nobody knows. I think that would have been a more effective right. way to address that type of character. Mm -hmm. But they brought in these other people. I'm like, why did you bring them in? They were, you know, it's Christopher Lloyd who we all love, but, and he was fun to watch. Yeah. Seeing an old guy be tough, but in another you know, movie, I, you know, make another movie with Christopher Lloyd and just let. Well, apparently they might. <laughs> it seems like they were setting up the franchise, right? I mean, I felt like they want this to be a thing. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you know, have you guys all seen the the um, John Wick movies? Yeah, you've seen I, them. All? I, I saw. I've seen the first one. I couldn't watch I'm the trying. first one because of the dog, but I watched two and three. <laughs> it's a new dog, and he doesn't. I've die. seen all three. Okay, yeah. um, this is that. Yeah. I mean, I have not seen so much fighting, gunpower, nonstop action, and and numbifying, you know, assault on my senses in these movies. I mean, they are nonstop, but I feel like it has the same gag of put an actor in a movie like this that you don't expect, Keanu Reeves. Who yeah. would have expected him to be great at this, right? In the Matrix, Same thing. he did before John Wick. He was in the Matrix. But that was kind of sci-fi, and it wasn't really real. And so, but to yeah. see him as an actual action hero was, I think, really smart. And I and think they did the these... same thing here. Yeah, a lot of these movies, I think, are based on some of those John Woo films, the Hong Kong action films. Yeah. Yeah, Hardboiled and, and that's that's mm -hmm. where their DNA comes from, I think. You yeah, because in the sure. '90s, a lot of people were, you know, a lot of film people, people who love love movies and kind of seek out the strange, you know, underground type stuff. A lot of people were discovering these Hong Kong action films. They weren't mainstream in America really yet, but you know, those Ringo Lam and John Woo and and you know some of the other filmmakers in Hong Kong were were just over overblowing the idea of yeah. gunplay and and this like choreographed hard action hard-boiled yeah, yeah. So good. just incredible you know just, just a continuous just slow shot motion 600 yeah. people getting shot and yeah, falling right, down yeah. stairwells and right. 
the the scene that one film with the hospital where they go from the floor to floor to floor and yeah. he's just killing 500 people <laughs> and you know chow yun fat and he's you know he he was the original john wick you know yeah well and, he was always very handsome and capable he wasn't this like kind of super nerd like like uh right odenkirk was in this movie but yeah definitely. I think, too cool yeah. yeah going back to the trailer how it gives i mean mm-hmm. i think if i went into this movie and the trailer was just, it didn't show that stuff. And maybe it was just a teaser that just shows him being a yeah. family man. Yeah. And then with an inkling of action or something, then yeah. the movie would have really been interesting because mm-hmm. I wouldn't have seen, I said, no, I surprises. Two, yeah, yeah. 17 minutes in here's where the 75 minutes of nonstop action starts. Yeah. And that's what happened. Yeah. So and it kind of rides on that surprise too. And it, it's almost like it expects you to be surprised by some things in the film. And it's like, well, no, I saw the trailer. <laughs> yeah. I feel well, like to keep in mind, I mean, they do make the movie first and the filmmakers yeah. have no say in the trailers. That's a yeah. whole different division, you True know? Enough. So I blame the client, the studio yeah. for approving a trailer. And this is always my beef that gives away way too much. Yes. I mean, I know it, it lulled us into wanting to see it. I mean, it did its job. I really wanted to see this movie. I'm disappointed that I already knew what was going to happen in every step yeah. of the way. And I still enjoyed it. Little set pieces. You, you yeah. saw the res- resolution of them and you saw that great shot of him up on the stairwell where he's like, got his feet against the guy and he's shooting yeah. like that. I remember seeing that in the movie going, that was so cool. Too bad. I saw it in the trailer. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it it's like, there's like, it's not, there's like 30 or 40 cool little snippets, you know, the thing with the milk carton in the refrigerator, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. You've, you've seen yeah. it. You might not remember it, but when you see the movie, you go, Oh yeah, I, I, this is familiar to me. And also that <laughs> scene on the bus, which was so beautifully Corey, but yeah. the thing is you don't you, when you watch the film i think it would have been so much better to to not know what was coming and it, it it's like yeah. you're on you're you're with him on the bus and these guys get on is he gonna is he gonna do that fake routine again where he's pretending to not be the badass yeah. that he really is or is he gonna go you know medieval on these guys and you already know because you saw the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you're waiting for that moment to happen because they tease you with at the beginning where he doesn't do it. And you're like, wait, I want to see Odenkirk kick some ass. And so then he eventually does. I don't feel like, um, I, here's the one thing I didn't get. First of all, I really enjoyed it because I just loved watching Odenkirk. I could watch him all day long. I don't care what he's doing. I just watch it, watch it, watch it. So I enjoyed it because of his pure star power and his great uniqueness. So it was, I loved it for that. It wasn't anything new, but super fun um i didn't quite understand the dynamic with the wife at all because he came in all torn up and she didn't seem that surprised and then she kind of patched him up and was and she gave me the impression of kind of like oh we're doing this again yeah then she acts so clueless later and then he makes that phone call about like I'm sorry I lied to you all these years. I'm like, wait, I thought you guys were in on this together. And then yeah. they do the whole house hunting with the basement thing again. So I, they never really explained what their deal was, which I thought was kind of a big empty space with that. I didn't know the same it. way. Yeah, I did too. And I, I thought maybe that's kind of the, the, there was some movie. Some of it was you know edited out, and there was some mm-hmm. more character backstory, and maybe that made sense because that just didn't make sense. It wasn't logical their relationship. Yeah, I didn't quite. It and then felt- he locks her in the basement, where I feel like that would have been the perfect time for him to go. Let's do this. And she'd be like helping him somehow unexpectedly. That would have been a nice surprise because we weren't expecting her to be a badass, but ultimately they don't really fulfill any of that. Um, But again, like I I didn't really expect a lot from this film uh, besides what it was. And I knew that I think it was the producer of John Wick or. um, 
It was the producer, uh, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. I sort of expected what I got, but at the same time, I did find it really uniquely fun due to Odenkirk and his fun reactions. And just seeing him shot in, as a superhero kind of way was really fun. Yeah. Um, so I'm leaning hard on the Odenkirk factor, but that really is what makes this movie special. Well, here's a picture of you, Kathy, on, on stage with him <laughs> oh, no. when he had his shirt off. Oh, they're so small. <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, yeah. That was, we did a, there was a comedy benefit. Uh, and um, Bob Odenkirk was there. And he called me up on stage. He wanted to do a skit. And I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> so he gave us these lines. He takes his shirt off. And he's like, so so I'm like this Southern gentleman. And I'm walking by. And you lady, and there's another woman. I'm not sure who she was. You guys are reacting to me walking by. So he's trying to be all cool walking by. And our lines are basically like, ooh, look at that fine man. And I'm so, I'm so weird. And I remember he, he got on the stage. He goes, first of all, I'm not a comedian. I am an actor. So I keep getting cast as like, like I'm a comedian. He goes, but I do skits. So he, he basically did a skit and he pulled us in there to do it. That, that was like now after Odenkirk, the way he's blossomed to become like this thing. I'm so like honored to have been on stage with Odenkirk in an acting capacity. I love it. And I am not an actor. So that was <laughs> very, very fun. We'll post more of those photos because they are really funny. <laughs> Without a shirt on. <laughs> before he worked out. Before he worked out, yeah. Blurry though. Yeah. Yeah, but it was well, dark. Old school yeah. cameras. Well, I'll, I'll echo what uh, Kathy said. How I, I'm a big Bob Odenkirk fan. I love his stuff. And so I watched it and enjoyed him very much. I just have... Like I said before, when it's too much, there's too much of the gunfight stuff. If it's, you know, I just, I, I, I loved the Hong Kong films, but those were, you know, whatever, 25 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Now with John Wick and every, there's so much, I mean, even like lower end, it's just like that. I get just bored with gunfights because I know that John Wick is not going to die. And I well, know it becomes that, numbing. It's just know. too much. It's just like sometimes mm -hmm. like I, God, just give me a, a little thriller with a, you know, with a really intense gun scene or something. It, it well, means think, more to me. I just, it's just a genre that I've lost interest in. I guess. I think partly like, too. I, I think partly the problem with these movies, even though they're fun, escape, whatever, there never feels like there's anything at stake. I'm never worried that Owen Kirk's going to get killed or hurt. I'm never worried that Keanu Reeves is going to get hurt. Like, so you're watching this and and you're watching all the fighting, but you don't feel like it's ever going to go against him. You don't feel scared. There's no suspense. It's Even nameless tons of action. Right. It's nameless it's, it's, bad guys. That you don't, you yeah. don't know anything about, you know? Yeah. So, so I think it's yeah. part of that genre that's sort of, um, related in a, in a way to, um, first person shooter video game type mm -hmm. things yes. where yes. it's, it, it's a, it maybe kind of appeals to that almost. Is it, time yet for nostalgia for those kind of things like playing halo or something or mm. you know with combat games where you're just running mm. around you're basically shooting people and it's like pow 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 and then you run into this room and it's like mm. pow 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 and mm. and it's i mean i get i get sort of tired of video games for the same reason because it seems like this is like this repetitive kind of action it's like okay i'm gonna go in here and i'm gonna kill 35 guys in this parking lot so that i can get to the tank so that i can then blow up that building and that's how i complete my quest you know and it's like movies in some ways address that quest video game quest kind of vibe where it's uh, like yeah. okay i have to get 
you know, into this building. And the way to do it is I have to kill 32 guys in the parking lot. And then when I get through them, I have to go inside and I have to use this device and put this thing together with that thing. And it becomes a weapon. And then I shoot them with that. You know, it's, it seems to me to, to be based on the kind of uh, mechanisms and engineering of video games. Yeah. As opposed to more like a story, you Mm -hmm. know, it's a point. It's it's put, you're putting, you're putting pieces together to solve the problem of too many bad guys being alive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think in the video game where, I mean, when you shoot these, you're obviously, it feels good because you are whatever you're cutting up the slices of fruit in that game on (laughs) your phone. It's like, Oh, that feels great to cut up that lime and that, you know, there's a a great sensation, you know? Yeah. And so that's kind of what it's, it's that sensation of whatever, like it just feels good, you know, it hits the addiction centers in some ways, you know, the the satisfaction, especially in a film like this. And my, my review of it is um, I, I like, like you guys, I like Odenkirk. Mm-hmm. I think he was good in this, but I just wish it was a better movie. I wish he was in a better movie. He was in Better Call yeah. Saul and, you know, yeah, the the things that, you know, they're Breaking Bad and all these things that we love. And he was so great in those. And he had such great writing to, to work with. And this one is, I think, is a, you know, it's a step down for him as far as the content goes. It was it was beautifully shot and you know choreographed and stunted. All that stuff was done really well. The, um, but I just didn't I didn't care. I didn't care. Like you said, I didn't worry. I was there was no suspense. It was just bam, 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 and then it's over. Well, I feel like I don't blame an actor for wanting to do something different. Like he's he's played a lot. Like I would consider Castle Rebreal. Like he's been. He's, you know, Saul Goodman, who's, you know, not an action hero at all. And, you know, he's in these crime dramas, but I could see him wanting to really break out and be like something super physical and really violent just to just to get it out there. And I thought he did a really good job of making it unique and special, even if the the, on the page it probably read is pretty mundane. But then he brings Odenkirk to it and it becomes a whole other thing, you know, Um so I liked it for that fact. I mean, this is like I said, I'm purely going off the Odenkirk factor that he's such a spectacular presence in this movie that I enjoyed it for that. But overall, I mean, like you said, the, the villain wasn't scary at all. He was just silly right. and um yeah. and it this is like- very video game, like you said. I'm a big video gamer and a video gamer. <laughs> The gamer and I, but I, you know, at the same time, I still like video games with more story. I don't really enjoy the just shoot 'em ups. They don't, yeah. they don't, and that's why you know, even John Wick, I love him because of the Keanu Reeves factor. Like you just don't expect him to pull the stuff off, and he's very fun to watch in that. Um, it feels, it but, feels like a, it just feels like a factory. Like the producer of John Wick did three very popular films with Keanu Reeves, and his pitch is, I'm going to do John Wick, yeah, with a. Uh, another kind of actor that you're not going to expect, but it's going to be, it's just to cook put Bob coat Odenkirk in, bring his star power. I his, would throw uh, this guy money and say, please do this movie. Then he'll please. do three of those. And he's yeah. going to go, okay, I'm going to get, uh, you know, Gabe Kaplan to do, you know, <laughs> something else, or what, no, whatever. I, that, well, did you guys but, see hardcore Henry? I guess the same director of hardcore Henry. I never saw that, but I didn't know, see it because it's all POV and that makes me right. nauseous. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that that explains like the high level of action too. the, you know, the beautiful action sequences that are again are in the trailer of hardcore Henry. Um, I don't have the trailer handy or I'd play that also. But it's, but. Like, 
It's like that movie Crank. I don't know if you remember that yeah. one. From it was with yes. uh, Jason Statham. It's well, just like it's just ninety minutes of that's more way like super cartoony, you know, kind of stuff. Pure adrenaline. Yeah. Right. There was that YouTube video. I think maybe that Hardcore Henry was it was a spinoff from. There was this YouTube video that was a. I mm-hmm. think it was a POV kind of thing where it was just endless stunt, jumping, shooting, killing, breaking arms, and you know, all this stuff. And it was just. It was the idea was how much intense stunt action can we stick into a however long it was video. And it's not a story, it's just an action scene. And it's it's basically like um to me just kind of feels like, wow, yeah, I'm impressed with your skills of digital effects and your all your green screen work that you did and all your choreography blocking and your your whatever you did to to uh comp these scenes together seamlessly to make it look like there's no cuts and all that kind of stuff but you know the story isn't there right it's just i would love to there. see this i always wonder like you know written scripts like what is a script like nobody because usually they say okay a 90 minute movie usually about 90 pages of script that's like one minute per page yeah but i know i can't imagine this is a 90 page script i can tell you from experience that a lot of times movies like this or tv shows that have a lot of fight action it'll come you know it'll be the character stuff and then it'll be like then they fight yeah big fight sequence to be done later tbd tbd yeah and then then and then you have a big meeting with the stunt coordinators and they use, you know, action figures literally on the, on the table, they'll have action figures and they'll have a little, you know, foam core room or cockpit of an airplane or a whatever, a hallway, and they will go through it and they'll, they'll block it move by move. And they work out every detail. Well, they hire a pro to do that. Like the screenwriter's not going to do that. He's not a choreographer. I did find the hardcore Henry trailer if you guys want me to throw it up there. Sure. Should we watch it? it Let's watch it. Hello, Henry. Do you remember how you got here? This next part might hurt. Whoa. Squeeze. <laughs> a bit like Robocop, huh? Yeah. That scene, the POV Stella, scene in Robocop. Husband and wife. I love oh, you, Henry. Gotta have a sex scene in the POV. Henry, they want your technology. I would like the new you. Already. It's all right. I'm here to help you. There's a speech module installed. But at least we know you're not deaf. Okay, well, the good news is that you're going to live a while. The bad news is there's an army standing between you and your wife. So let's go get her. Tonight, I'm going <laughs> have myself a real good time. I feel alive. Ironic pop song. <laughs> Same trick in the <laughs> nobody. Yeah. 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 This is pure video game. 
Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Kind of a unique idea, though. It's cool. Actually, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, yeah this to me looks kind of interesting, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does. I'm already kind of seasick just watching the trailer. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think I can it's watch this. Amazing stuff. I mean. Yeah, I don't even know how they shoot this. <laughs> Lots of storyboarding. Swallow that blood in your mouth. You're going to stand up and go spill this. <laughs> I know, I was that wondering that too, is it? I think it's the guy from District 9. <laughs> yeah, that's a video Very, game. Very, yeah, that's a video game. And, but you know, it did look pretty fun. Didn't they yeah. do a movie of Doom that was literally shot like a first-person shooter POV like I don't think that? they did a POV, but I didn't think there was a movie Doom. Yeah, there was a what Doom What was the movie? Me. It was like a video game movie. Was Not Doom? I think it was this. I think it was, was Doom. The, what was the one that Duncan, jo <laughs> Duncan Jones directed? That was um, was he, he World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. Oh, that was yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that one. Oh my god! Don't that, even huh? get me started on that. Oh, so <laughs> you know, we'll talk yeah, a brief moment about World of Warcraft. <laughs> Kathy is a big. She's she is a gamer. I love Warcraft. I don't care if it makes me the biggest nerd in the world. I love it. But um, I had fun playing World of Warcraft. Warcraft's super fun, but you know, the movie did not get it at all. They completely missed the boat on what is fun about Warcraft. They did not get it. and and the company, apparently Blizzard was fully involved. So that's what but Warcraft was missing the humor. It was missing the uh player aspect of like this kind of you know misfit band of you know kind of barely there characters who don't quite know what they're doing yet or aren't fully formed fighting all these big heroes well the movie is all about the heroes that is actually the cutscenes in the video game you just don't give a shit about right so i'm like why are we watching the stuff mm. that you're waiting for it to be over so you can keep playing and they made a whole movie out of that and they mm. missed the humor they did not put a humor because warcraft has tons of humor they didn't have any fun little easter eggs for players like nothing they completely blew that and the places that you get so familiar uh, with when you play the yeah. game like if they had put if they had set this in yeah you know orgrimmar or whatever mm -hmm. some of the actual places so that mm -hmm. they did a little bit of fan service to people and we're like wow we're actually seeing <sighs> orgrimmar you know so bad and uh you know, Mistake. but yeah, they they missed the point with that. Totally film. missed the point. It was just on, and I was so excited about it. And I thought I had a really low, like I was going to forgive him anything because I was so excited to see you know, Travis Fimmel. He's going to be the main character. Oh my God. It was so terrible. No. Um, Not Duncan. As much as I love him, he was not the right person for this right. job. Yeah. It was originally going to be Sam Raimi who would have been much better. He would have gotten the humor. He would have gotten the big bombastic feel of it, but I think the, you should have directed it. That's a, that I should have directed it. I should have done it. You know, Damn there it. was a Doom film. I just looked up on on. No, the there's internet. a Doom film. I just don't think it's POV. Was it? It did have a first-person shooter sequence. Apparently, sequence, according yeah. to the um, fan service. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but we digress the, the because we're talking about nobody. Clint Mansell <laughs> did the music for Doom. Oh, so if they so it, the video games, if they do Pong the movie, I'll yeah. be there. Pong, the motion picture. <laughs> Everyone's sitting there going, I love this so much. Can you can you see people watching that movie? <laughs> wow. 
Isn't that what tennis is? It's so much bigger in real part in real Pog. life. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're 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 going off track. But, but big action. Odenkirk's great. He's just fun. You know, yeah. the, you don't have to change the world with this movie. Just watch it and see Odenkirk having the fucking ball. I will say I loved o- Odenkirk and loved Odenkirk. Uh, and we'll go from the, and we'll just take it. We'll leave it at that. For me, I, I'm going to do a second Mark's uh, "Not My Cup of Tea" kind of a film. I, okay, I watched it all the way through, mm-hmm. and uh, I made it to the end, and I felt like I have no desire to think about that anymore, or watch it again, or or ponder the you know ponder it, or tell people that they should see it. It was just sort of it came and went, and it was it was there, and then it was over, and I. I it's not, I feel like, you know, one of the things I feel a little shorted on sometimes is like, you know, it doesn't cost any more. It doesn't add any more to your budget to have a a better script (laughs) unless you have to pay more for a better writer. And they pay writers by the hour. (laughs) They pay them all different ways, but it's a cheap, it's the cheapest part of your budget. It is. I mean, you yeah. can pay a, a writer for the first time writer can get paid 50,000 for a feature, you know, and that's yeah. the thing is the setup was really strong. They just sort of left it. And I feel like they could have incorporated the, the family more in a more fun way than like you said, a bunch of strangers come at the end to help him save everything when he didn't yeah. need the help yeah. and a better villain. Uh, uh, you know, you gotta, ha- and that's the other thing. If you have a great villain in an action film yeah. or a thriller, if you, have, if you care about the villain, you like the villain in a mm-hmm. weird way, you like the villain yeah. or something intriguing about the villain that just, that just doubles the interest. Exactly. Yeah. When you just no, have I did a not hero like that guy. you like, and you have really don't care about, then it's sort of loses. He was silly and he seemed really easy to kill. I mean, he just walking around like, why, why was he hard to kill? He's like this old yeah. dude. He wasn't even good. It's like, it was yeah, stupid. So, anyway. But I get why they did it. You know, it's like they just, you know, everyone hates Russians. So let's go ahead and kill some Russians. <laughs> but but I do feel like the wife could have been incorporated better. Um, I mean, we had, you know, she's a good actress. So she why is. are we not she's using a- her? She's I mean, a good, I think, great. Yeah. So I imagine she's a really good. Uh, she would have been really great partner for him at the end. If they mm-hmm. had to have somebody come in and help him, it would have been cool if it had been revealed yeah. at the end that she was also a badass and that, you know, she right. shows up to help him and she's yeah, like, I would rather she showed up. Than yeah. These than people we didn't know. Or, yeah. 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 So that would have been cool. Um, and you know, I, I think mostly it's a bunch of little set pieces that I'd love to see own Kirk do. And I saw them in the trailer. And I yeah. loved seeing them again in the trailer, right. but I don't need to see the whole movie because I saw all the great stuff in the trailer. So, yeah. I mean, even the That's, scene with the kitty in the interrogation room, just Odenkirk's so great in that. that I'll, I'll, I'll amend myself. Uh, if the, if the trailer, if I didn't see the trailer, if the trailer was pared down to nothing or very little, then the movie would have been a lot more enjoyable because I would not have known what was coming. Yeah, That's I don't know what problem. it is with trailers these days of showing the entire movie it's in the trailer. It makes me it's, nuts. It's, Sometimes we even show the endings. Like why? Yeah. Oh yeah. You can tell too when you're seeing an entire movie. You can tell. It's like, hmm. Well, the problem with it is because the fact that there wasn't more of a story. They didn't have anything to put in the trailer other than the action scenes. You know, if the, if there had been a story, they could have told a little bit of the story in the in the trailer, and you you might have been compelled to see the film. To you know, to the with the realization that there are action scenes. You know, they to hint at these action scenes. But to show you the people and the story and like if there was some kind of intriguing story that you're like, oh, I wonder how that turns out. I wonder what happens. I wonder 
how he don't you want to know if own kirk lives at the end of this you want to know if he lives through that (laughs) um (laughs) that's very true i you know that would have been a great trailer for this even though i mean again it was a great trailer because it made me want to see the movie and i did but um, it was effective but at the same time i'd love the trailers to just take a short scene from the film and it's just a clip one scene and it leaves you going what like i want to see that like i feel like they could have done that with the bus scene that could have been your scene absolutely and it would have been like i'm seeing that and just a little scene like he looks kind of like he's not gonna be able to do anything and then boom boom boom, he's doing something end of story and then you still have a lot that you could see but again the trailer was effective because it made us all watch it so (laughs) is that you show that scene you show him sitting there in the bus and you see these guys come on the bus and you see them messing with this girl Mm -hmm. and then you see him you show a shot of him and then you cut to a shot of the aftermath and you're like whoa what happened you know and that that's another technique for making a trailer that they used to use in the olden days mm-hmm. that that made you the think, olden days yeah in the olden days of trailers <laughs> where they would show some they would show you something that you're like oh what what's going to happen and they don't show you what happens but they show you that something happened and, and they have that great voiceover which doesn't happen yeah. anymore either yeah, don't have that voice one man. <laughs> what they should have done showed the setup for the bus scene Owen Kirk what they showed in the trailer emptying the gun and going I'm gonna fuck shit up end of a trailer done end of trailer that's yep. you it, don't know it's a, it's a 30 second teaser trailer. and then maybe a quick cut like you said to a bunch of broken bodies on the ground they're done yeah. you don't know what's or a happen. shot of or a reaction shot maybe the bus driver standing outside of the bus going you know, I'm, I'm wondering if the director or Odenkirk or, or, or like, you know, saw the trailer and, and just sort of like, ah, oh, shit, you know, yeah. like they showed the whole movie. Yeah, you know, like, that, that wonder, happens. Wonder, you know, Very like, often filmmakers and actors do not like the marketing, yeah, whether it's yeah. like the trailer gives way too much or it's not the vision they had right. for even the, the how they think their film is portrayed through right. the trailer. Like they don't a lot of times like the posters. Very few people have a say over their own posters or trailers. Um, and the same filmmakers do not make the trailers. They're completely separate. Uh, you're done with your movie. You're pretty much, bye. You're done. Now the yeah. studio is going to take over and you're not going to be involved unless you're, you know, like J.J. Abrams, you know, somebody like that who is completely, utterly involved. But right. So, anyway. you know, I'm sure this, I'd love to hear from this guy whether he likes a trailer. I mean, if it's a hit movie, which it, apparently it is. And the trailer got a ton of buzz. A lot of people were talking about it because, you know, again, we'll talk. I don't know how many. I think it should be a drinking game. How many times I say Odenkirk in this episode. (laughs) You have Odenkirk doing this. That that creates all the buzz you want. And everyone's dying to see, you know, Saul again. So, you know, it was. It's it's also trailers, you know, trailers years ago in the olden days. You watched the trailer before a movie in the theater or you watched a little 30 second commercial. That was mm-hmm. it. Now mm-hmm. you can watch hundreds of trailers on your computer. And so, over and over. Have, so yeah. they have to sort of, you know, elevate them above the other stuff. So, I mean, I, I get it from a marketing and business yeah. point of view. They're here to make money. For me, it's almost like I don't want to watch a trailer to a movie I want to see because I don't want to know anything about it. Yeah. And maybe if I said, you know, you know, no mas, let's not, you know, let's not watch it. <laughs> I do that a lot where I, there's a movie coming up that I want to see that I'd only watch maybe the teaser, the first teaser. Like, you know, I'm really excited about Dune coming out soon in the future. And I, I'm very reluctant to see more trailers 
for it. But I we all know how it ends. I know. That's not a good example because <laughs> but no, you uh, still know what happens. Yeah, true. But you don't want to ruin the theatrical, right. the, the, you know, the experience of watching the film. I love Another being thing, surprised in movies. I love th- things yeah. that happen in the film. Like, whoa, where did that come from? Or I had no idea that that's what this movie was. That's the turn right. they were going to take in this film. Well, let's go back to the original Alien teaser trailer. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I was yeah, about to mention that, that one. That's a classic. Right. Because yeah. you're just yeah. like, what? I remember seeing it at the theater, but I, th- I forgot what movie I was seeing, but it was you know 1979 or something. And I was like, what? The, uh, that is so alien looking. What is that? Yeah. I have no idea what that. And then you knew, I knew going to that movie, I had no idea what the alien was. And it was just a mind blowing experience for me. The special shoot trailer is, is really expensive and they just don't do them very often because yeah. the yeah. movie's done and you don't want to have to go in and recreate all the stuff to do a special sure. shoot. I mean, yeah. even for TV shows, like I'm always amazed and I always want, you know, in doing marketing, I want them to sh- do a special shoot trailer. I have in my head, like, this would be great if we could do this. No, we're just going to do a clip trailer. It's like, oh, clip trailers. Well, a lot of times, but, you know, what was production. cool too? Well, I just want to bring it real quick about this trailer. I noticed in this trailer, they had the um, nobody graphics. They had the gritty strip of white that was in the trailer that right. had like, you know, the little you know notes on the film. And that tied into the poster directly, which, never happens like and so i give them points for like they had a really cohesive marketing campaign that they actually tied in the trailer to the poster which often doesn't happen right um so that was kind of nice they brought yeah. the graphics back and forth and i would love to know if that odenkirk uh if the poster if odenkirk did a special shoot of people like you know shoot you know <laughs> punching pushing his face around you know right. or if they did all that in photoshop or like what was that a special shoot <laughs> it had to be i assume yeah. i'd love to see that shoot <laughs> yeah well, a lot of times right. in productions like film or television productions, there will be there will be the scenes or the shots or the, you know, the character alignments or whatever, and they'll say, "Okay, this is our this is our trailer shot here. This is going to be in the trailer." So they'll sometimes take a little bit of extra time to work on that shot because they know that this is going to be the shot in the trailer, you and then know, it like won't the, be, and they'll be all pissed off about it. Right, <laughs> <laughs> that happens all the time. Trailer company goes, nah, too obvious. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, movie uh, marketing, so much fun. <laughs> All well, right, that's, that's our that's our take on uh, Bob Odenkirk's uh, hit movie, Nobody. We were very excited about seeing it. Some of us were not as excited after seeing it, but we did see it. <laughs> so sixty dollars or however much for uh, the film yeah. company that we paid to watch that early. It's a bit much, too. Yeah. Well, you early know. release. Sometimes I'll pay because I'm like, how much to go the, the dearly departed arc? Like, I know. Uh, it'll, it'll be back. back. It'll be back. It'll be back. It'll be back. It'll be back. I'm gonna keep saying that arc. Yeah. Like, will be back. It will be back. But don't forget to like, subscribe. And comment. comment and where's our skip? Did everyone awake now? Yeah. There, you're did welcome. Your, did your clips horn speakers <laughs> blow uh, blow out your glass? <laughs> because we know everybody watched the very end. You know, was watching this. We should be doing this a lot earlier, by the way. <laughs> All right. Okay. See you guys next time. Let us know what you think of nobody in the in the uh, comments. Whether you like how you feel about the trailer versus the movie, and were they basically the same thing? We'd like to know. 
And do you play video games? And do you feel marketed to when you see films like this, like John Wick and this one? And do you feel like they're kind of trying to capitalize on on the uh, addiction that you have to going pow, 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 pow? Keep in mind, passive entertainment, very different from active entertainment, which is video yeah. games where you're involved and there's right. something at stake because you don't want to die versus just watching somebody else playing that's annoying the fuck out of you because, you know, you know, they're not going to die and they're not good at it. But and like video games kind of gear going towards things where you basically just kind of click an option and then you sort of watch how it plays out. I've seen some mm -hmm. video games like that where I yep. felt less involved. There's some where you're totally walking through mm -hmm. the environment and it's open environment. But then there's others where when you make a choice, it's a story. It yeah. tells you a, that story instead of the other story. I don't know. They're getting but, a lot more sophisticated with that though. Now it yeah. feels like that you, it feels like you're involved in the decision making and it's not as as rote where it's like pick yes and then you they show you a scene and you know so there's still the a place for movies yes we can in still see movies i think <laughs> and if everybody's still into pong like me just comment on oh, it. One, one for mark well there was a battleship there was a battleship movie internet only pong would work probably pong and uh what's the what was the one remember the battleship movie there was literally no oh i do remember that yeah my battleship which is basically a game where you call out a number and you stick a thing in a in a board and i blow you up it's like the simplest game, and they made a feature film out of that sure concept. Did. Somehow, and like the bomb, the, uh, the whatever they were, the bombs the, were like the little pegs from the yeah. game. They were the same color or the same shape. It was like, yeah. oh life was so simple when you played board games. Starring Rhiannon. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, nobody. Bye, nobody. Bye, nobody. Anybody Bye. joining us? Bye, anybody. <laughs> See Hello? you next time. Hello. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye.